for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Now today we're going to continue in our series talking about the kingdom family. The kingdom family. Now, Genesis chapter 12, we're going to look at what uh, God is saying here. Because what I told you, anytime you want to know truth, you got to go back to the original information. And see what the intent of God was for family. Now, you remember I described what a family was. You got to go back and get the tape. And then you would know what uh, the definition was. Now, verse number one, Genesis chapter 12, it said this. Now, the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house. Now, he didn't tell him that because Abraham didn't love his family. He didn't tell him that. He told him that because he had to change environments. Because God wanted to speak to him and God could not speak to him in that uh environment because his father was a moon worshiper. Amen. So most likely the people who lead your house, that's who you're supposed to follow. But sometimes people who lead your house may be going in the wrong direction. So sometimes you got to get away from around them. Amen. You got to get away from among them until another environment. He said to get out of your country from your father's house to a land I will show you and I will make you a great nation and I will bless you, and I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, curse those who curse you, and in you, Abraham, this is the part I want you to see, all the families of the earth shall be what? So I told you, the confession is, my family is, my family is what? That's the confession. No matter what you're going through, I don't change my confession. Amen, somebody. Because your confession is your faith speaking. I said it again. What you say is your faith speaking. I talked to you long enough, I can locate where you're at in faith. Because you're going to start talking doubt, sickness, disease, death. I know where you're at. Amen. I got to get you back over into a place of life, faith. Come on, somebody. Health, wealth, wisdom. So he says here, you know, you, you got to get out of this environment because the environment is ordained by God to cause you to become like the environment. You can't change that. See, what people think, they think they can uh, change the law of gravity, but you can't. What goes up must, no matter how long you step, you got to come back down. Your hang time ain't that long. You got to come. Because gravity is to pull you back down. Amen, somebody. So the law of environment is the same way. The Bible said evil company corrupts good manners or good habits or good uh, character. So if you start hanging in a place where that, you know, you can have good character, then you start hanging in a place where the, the, the people character is evil where they're doing evil and ungodly things, you're going to become like that before they become like you. Amen. That's why God tells you, come out among them, be you separated, said the Lord. Come on. 
That's why he said, don't forsake the assembly yourself together with the saints. It wasn't so much he was talking about a church building, but he was talking about a connection where that the environment now it conduces so God can move in people's lives. Are you listening to me? So in your family, your confession must stay that I'm blessed regardless of what you're going through. Amen. Don't start talking doubt. Don't start talking unbelief. Don't start talking hate. And see, don't ever talk how you feel. Okay. So if I start saying what I feel, I'm going to start talking out of my flesh. Because flesh is connected to feelings. If I talk faith, I'm going to talk out of my spirit. So in your family, you can't just say anything because you have the right to say it. Doesn't mean you, you need to say it. Oh. Amen, somebody. So I told you this is bigger than, you know, the mechanics of, you know, the husband responsibility, the wife responsibility, the children responsibility. This is so much broader than this when you're talking about family. Amen, somebody. God honor family. And really, when you look in the book of Genesis, you'll find out that uh, the family was the number one priority with God. Amen. Before there was any ministry, there was a ministry to the family. I see people, they want to go out and have a ministry, but their family, they, they don't minister to the family. They don't serve the family. They don't take care of the family. They don't, come on, somebody. Amen. There has to be a balance there. Amen. God care about family. Doesn't matter whether it's a blended family. Doesn't matter whether it's a single parent home. God loves the family the same. You are no better than I am just because you may not have blended family. You're no better than the person who have a blended family. Matter of fact, you're no better than the person who's got a single family home. You're no better. Everybody has value in the kingdom. You can't look down on people because, you know, you, you, you know, you get, you didn't have children out of wedlock. Come on, you can. Amen. And then the thing about it, we're not looking back, we're looking forward. I said it again. We're not looking back at the past, we're looking forward now. And we're using our past experience to help people in the future. In other words, in the present in the future, in other words, what I did in the past. That, that's covered under blood. What you did in the past is covered under blood. Come on, somebody. But you make and use that to help other folk. Listen, you don't go down that path I went down. You don't use it to glorify. I see some people telling their testimony glorifying the bad. How drunk they got. How much dope they smoke. How, much, how many women they had. Come on, don't glorify that. How many people they beat up. Don't glorify that. Come on now. You have to glorify the good, the godly. But I'm telling you that experience and that testimony so that you don't do what I did. Amen. I want to see you go further. And I tell my children, my grandchildren this. I want to see you go further than I went. My job is to push you beyond where I'm at. 
If you don't want to go, that's your problem. I ain't got nothing to do with it, you know, but I'll find somebody else who want to go with me now. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you first choice now. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I, I tell my children, my grandchildren, I'm giving you first choice, but hey, I, God already got somebody want to go with me if you don't want to go. I'm going to love you the same, but I got to keep moving. Amen. And don't feel bad about it. If you left behind and don't change me, I'm not going to slow down. Amen, somebody. All the families of the earth shall be blessed in Abraham. Come on. We are blessed. Don't talk, doubt, unbelief, curse, all that. You're blessed. Your family is blessed regardless of what you're going through. Now, I did this, I, and I don't want to go back, but I'm going to have to go back and just kind of share this a little bit. I didn't want to do it, but I'm going to have to. I gave you, uh, there was five things that we talked about that is glue to keeping the family together. And I said, number one, it was the love of God. Knowing, number one, that you are loved just like uh, the Father loves Jesus. You love. If I told you if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. God know that. Then number two, I said honesty. You must be honest. Sometimes it hurt, but you got to be honest. Now, I told you, I'm not going to go back and tell you in 20 years what went on. And, you know, no, we ain't going to do that. We're going from today. Amen. Then number three, I say you must be, you must have forgiveness. No matter what happened in your family, you got to forgive. If you don't, it holds you in bondage. You can't grow. That's why a lot of people have been in church a long time, but they're still carnal. They have not grown because they're holding on to unforgiveness. And it'll come out in a hard time, a time of pressure time of disappointment, times of rejection, it'll pop back up. Amen. So you got to forgive. Then number three, uh, that's number three. Number four, I said trust. You got to be able to trust people. See, I can't build upon anything if I can't trust you. You can't build anything solid and long-lasting if it's not trust. Now, I'm talking about human trust. I'm not talking about divine trust. Uh, uh, I think in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, talking about trusting the Lord with all your heart. That's divine trust. That's everything I am, all that I have, all that I ever would be. I trust in God with that. But I can only trust you. You can only trust me to the degree that you see consistency in my character and integrity. Amen. You can only trust me to the degree I keep my word. Amen. Since in a relationship, in a family, if you're lying all the time, it's going to be hard for people to trust you. They'll love you, but it's going to be hard for them to trust you. You got to be truthful. Amen. And people lie to make themselves look better. See, most times a liar has low self-esteem. Amen. They lie to make themselves look better or they lie to make you look bad. Are you listening to me? So we got to be honest, trustworthy, amen, in the family. You got to sit down and tell the truth. You got to sit down with your children, with your grandchildren, whoever, and tell the truth. This is where we at. Now, something is, is, uh, is only need to know, on a need to know basis. Now, that's the wisdom for some of y'all. Something they don't need to know. So I don't share it. Something I don't share with you because you don't need to know. Amen. 
See, if you need to know, then I'll share. Amen. So you got to be honest, trustworthy. And today, I want to get on this today because I believe this is going to take us where we want to go. Today, I'm talking about respect. 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 R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Know what it means to me. Shock it to you. Really frankly, some of y'all are too young for that. Y'all yeah. say, Aretha who? I remember I told my granddaughter years ago, I, I told Uniqua, I said, uh, I said somebody was, was, uh, was using profanity. And I said, man, this guy cussed more than Richard Price. She said, who is that granddad? <laughs> she Googled. She said, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's another generation. See, they didn't know who Richard Pryor was. Like some people don't know who Aretha Franklin is, but you know, y'all know. Amen. Respect is the key, is another key, our glue that holds the family together. It must be respect. Now, I respect myself. I respect kingdom values. I trust people the way I want to be trusted. See, in other words, Matthew said, go to Matthew chapter 7 right quick. Go to Matthew chapter 7. Respect. All this stuff, I'm trying to get us back from so much YouTube and TV guidance of the family. Are you hearing me? I'm trying to get us to a biblical place where as kingdom people, we do it the king's way. I said as kingdom people, we do it as kingdom citizens, we do it the king's way. Matthew 6, 33. Doing it God's way. Not the way that we think is right, but his way of doing things. Now, what I said, Matthew chapter what, 7? Let me, I'm in Luke. Let me get over here. I can stay on that for, for, for days, really. Matthew chapter 7. Let's look at verse number, uh, I think it's verse 12. Therefore, watch this now. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. This, now watch this now, because I got to explain something to, 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 to you. God operate, now hear this key word. There are laws, I'm not talking about the law, the Ten Commandments, I'm not talking about, I'm saying there are laws or there are principles a law work the same way. Gravity is a law. It works consistently the same way every time you work it. Faith is a law. The law of faith the Bible talks about. It works the same way every time you work it. Doesn't matter a geographical location, it still works the same. This principle works the same. With whoever will work, it said, how you want to be treated 
uh, if you want to be respected, then you must respect others. Look, look what it says. Watch this now. I want you to see this. Verse number 12. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. That's what respect is about. You see, respect is so powerful. God, he, he welcomes respect. Remember this, what I respect will move close to me. That's the law of respect. What I disrespect will move away from me. I said it again. What you respect will move close to you. See, when you say you don't have a close relationship with your wife or husband, it's called you disrespecting them. And disrespect moves away from you. Respect draws you to me. What I respect will come to me. If you don't respect money, it moves away from you. I told somebody I disrespect COVID. That's why it never came close to. You see, y'all, 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 y'all don't understand the law. Y'all working on news. See, that's the problem. We, we're so far out in news land. We're so far out here. We, we spend all of our time in the news, in the news, every day, in the news. What's going on? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I'm going to die. Man, come on, y'all. Always looking for the bad. My life is always looking. I'm always looking up. I'm always looking forward. I'm always looking for the best. Amen. What you respect will move away from you. Disrespect will move away from you. I told somebody amen long ago, I said, you beat a dog too long, they'll leave. They'll leave. They'll find another place to go. Stop feeding the dog. They're going to find somewhere else to go to eat. Amen. Stop loving your wife the way God tells you to love someone. Okay. And then you're trying. She loved me. She loved me. <laughs> I thought she loved the Lord. She do love the Lord, but she just won't get any respect. Okay. All right. Now I ain't telling nobody to lead the husband, so don't y'all. No, I ain't telling you to do that. Y'all know better than that. First Peter. Go to First Peter. Respect. Somebody said respect. How you want to be treated? How you want folks to treat us? Respect. Mm. First Peter chapter 2. See, it's got to be respect in the home. First Peter chapter 2. I said it must be respect in the home. First Peter chapter 2. And let's look at verse number 17. Honor. Are you there? 
honor how many people? Huh? Respect. That word means respect. Respect how many people? Respect all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Respect all people. You got to respect those you don't even agree with. Certain lifestyles that people have, we don't agree with it, but you got to respect the person. See, what we got to understand, what we've been doing, we've been treating people the way we see other people treat people. We've been treating people based on the most popular opinion. But you have to treat people based on the word of God if you're in the kingdom. I got to love you, not your lifestyle, but you regardless of your lifestyle. Amen. Because at the end of the day, let me give you a revelation. We all do what we want to do. How about that? That'll help you. We all do what we want to do. We say we don't want to do don't, but we do what we want to do. Or we can't do this, but we do what we... Respect. Respect all people. Amen. Somebody should respect all people. Now, uh, Genesis chapter 39 and verse 7, I'm going to leave that there. I'm not going to go there right now. Respect means to esteem, to honor, to look up to, to hold in high regard towards people. Now, number one, that's the definition of respect. Number two, there must be respect in the home. Parents, we must desire and, come on, give respect. See, just because you're a parent, you can't disrespect your children. See, you can't say what you want to say to your children. Just because you feel like saying it, just because you're mad. You can't say you can't say anything you want to say. You can't disrespect humanity because you have authority. Then you just like, uh, come on now, I, I don't want to go there, but don't, don't make me go there. Amen. I would never ever try to manhandle any of my children or grandchildren adults. I never put my hand on them. Because I'm going to provoke them to disrespect me in that time. Uh, are you listening to me? Once you start doing that, you build a lot of disrespect in, in the family. And they don't respect you. Amen. I will allow you the win in your mind just to maintain respect. So you got to be you got to be an adult in the kingdom of God to to just catch what I just said.
You got to drop pride to catch what I just said. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to do that. I don't care who you are. I'm not going to argue with you. You got to win in your mind. But I know God going to deal with you. I know that. It ain't really God. What you did, you just opened the door for Satan to come into your life. So I ain't going to argue with you. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Doesn't matter. You got to win. In your mind. So respect is a big thing. Amen. And we got to change. Most of us at that age where we didn't change, we do the same thing every day. We don't like change. As parents, we don't like change. You cannot do the children, your children and grandchildren like your mom and daddy did you. You can't do that. You are going to jail. The reality is that you try to spiritualize everything. The law says if you put your hand on a child, they can send you to prison. They can send you to jail. That's abuse. Amen. Now they they don't have corporate punishment in school, so you know you can't. Come on now. You can't spank children anymore in school. Amen. Whether your children or not, you can't do it. So, so the respect level has to be this. If you're wrong, now I'm dealing with adults now, adult children. You got to deal with them different than small children. You, you got you to know how to change. You can't deal with them the same because your outcome is not going to be good. I'm telling you that. And some of y'all already know experience what I'm talking about. It's not going to work. Because number one, they're not going to back down. They're in, a whole, they're, they're, they're in a whole different mind frame. They're, their mind is different. Their mind, they're, their mind is going a thousand miles per hour. They, 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 they're not going to back down, number one. Amen. So instead of going there, let them have the wind in their mind. And then when the door opens, then you can have a decent conversation. See, it's, 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 we got to stop all this yelling. and all, Man, this, this stuff is foolish. All this yelling and trying to prove your point. It's not about proving a point. Amen, somebody. You, you, you know, the loudness don't dump. See, that stuff is old tactness. That's old techniques. That's old psychology. That's old. It ain't working now. You know who who stared one another in the eye the longest? Who dropped their head? I can put my head down. I ain't scared of you. I ain't got to look at you. I mean, that's that old. See, that that's we still living in that same mind frame. This is the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with family. We're still trying to govern our family by this oldie, old techniques. No, we got to get back to the Bible. The Bible's not going to change on us. Come, some, come on, somebody. 
Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and how long? Forever. He's not changing. Are you listening to me? You got to respect. They got to respect us and we got to respect them. Amen. Respect. It talk about in Colossians chapter 3 and verse number uh, 18. Go there right quick. Colossians chapter 3. See, see my, my goal is this. My goal is to Leave a legacy. See, now this is another adult saying too. This is this is not for this is not for carnal Christians. It's not for um, babies. This is for mature ones. When you start hearing the word legacy and generations, see that's how God thinks. My goal is leave legacy. When you leave this earth. Who going to remember what you did, what impact you made? Now, I'm not talking about just your family. I'm talking about who going who gonna to remember the impact you left in the earth? We know he, worked, he or she worked 40 years at wherever. But 40 years. Who lives did they touch in 40 years? Who was transformed? Who lives was transformed in 40 years? Legacy. That's what we want. Oh, man. I didn't mean to go there. Go, go to Colossians chapter 3 right quick. Look at verse 18. Respect. This is this is a word that you don't even hear anymore. Respect, you don't hear that. And the word honor and respect is the same, really. You don't hear that. It's not, you know, it had left out of the home, out of the school, out of the church, but thank God it didn't leave out of the kingdom. Glory to God. I say it again. The kingdom still must be respected. Amen. And the king must be respected. Amen. And you, when you respect the king, the citizen get respect. Amen, somebody. Amen. Just think about it. You don't hear the word anymore. See, <laughs> anytime you got to say this, the conversation the situation gone left left field. Anytime you got to say, you're going to respect me, everything gone left field. It's already gone left field. Because it wouldn't be there if there were respect on both parties. It would never got there. Just because you tell me to respect you doesn't mean I'm going to respect you. Amen. Now, respect comes for all those four things I, I named. Love, come on, forgiveness, trust, uh, honesty. Come on. 
All those things got to be working. That's why a lot of times women don't trust us. Wives sometimes. Pastor Gwen would not trust me to do what we're getting ready to do now in Tarbor hadn't I kept my word when she came to Florence. She better off than she was before we came. Now she was worse off. And I told her, the Lord want us to go to Tarbor and, and you know and do this and do this. She's gonna say, You must I already know what she's gonna say. She's gonna say, You must be out of your mind. And gonna, she gonna, she gonna call me the, 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 the N word too probably. No, she, no, she wouldn't. No, she wouldn't. See, but she understand, I take, no, they, they, she, she won't, she won't call me that word. And, and, and they know, they, they, they know how we, we flow. You know, she ain't gonna, see, she ain't gonna get mad with me. I already know that. She, she be alright, you know. I ain't get mad with her. We don't talk. That kind of stuff. I'm bad. I'm gone. No, we don't. That don't come out of mind. We say what we say, and we still love each other. We're gonna do our business, you know. You see, we have grown to that point because of respect. Because of respect. But I kept my word. She kept her word. She tell me. She tell me like this. You know, I said, "Baby, you know." I said, "I got." I got she, and then she, 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 she may say whatever. And she said, you know I'm with you, don't I? I said, I know. I know you with me. They're good to me. You know, you know that do something to you when she said, you know I'm with you, don't now, now, come on, now you get buff. Now you come on. You know, you know, first you, you know, you, you know, you have no muscles, you know. But as soon as she says she with you, now your shoulder go back. <laughs> Woo! See, respect, though. Respect. She should respect. And I respect her cause of keeping your word. You think she's going to respect me if I keep telling her, baby, I'm going to be home at 10. I'll come 11 o'clock. Hun, ah, oh, man, I forgot time. Ran over time. You no know, got with a guy. The game went over time. You know, whatever. Next day, I tell her, hun, I'm going to be home at 730. I get there at 9. Hun, I tell you, I'm losing respect all the time, don't know it. Because I'm not keeping my word. Even when we tell our children, we're going to do something. Come on, listen to me. Our grandchildren, we must do everything in our power to stick to our word. Because the word means something. Amen. And they'll remind you, slam up 20 years later, they'll remind you. Did you say that? I said, yeah, you know, I told you that before I had about 15 grandchildren. I told you, when I had two, I told you we would do that. The situation had changed financially, drastically, had changed. My goal was take, I'm still going to take them though. We're still going to, we're still going to, uh, uh, Disney and, uh, Universal Studios. We're still going. We're going to go. We're gonna go. We, we're gonna go one day. We're gonna go. But 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 you know, I'm just telling you, I I I, I can't take everybody. I, I can't do it. I'm gonna say it out, I'm say it, I'm gonna say it on camera. I love everybody the same. I told her, I said, honey, I, I tell you, grand, granddaddy meant that thing too. 
She said, it ain't been long ago. I said, I'm going to take you. I said, but the situation had changed. <laughs> it was about two back then. Now it's about 15. Six, the, the, the numbers had went up drastically. <laughs> I love them all, though. And, and listen, I'm, I'm believing God and my faith out there now. I'm going to tell y'all now. Faith out there to take them all. My faith out there now. But I got a plan now. I, oh, no, no, no. Before you clap now, I got a plan for the parents now. Y'all, y'all got to understand. Look, I'm talking family. I'm talking, I, got, look, I got a plan for the parents now. Oh, we're going to go. But I, but, I, but I got a payment plan for the parents. <laughs> That's wisdom right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Amen. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me stop. Let me stop. But 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 listen. But respect though. We gotta keep our word to the best of our ability. You know, some things happen. You know that we can't control. But I'm saying, most of all, let's keep our word. Let me let me read the scripture. We're gonna quit. Verse number uh, eighteen. Look at uh, Colossians chapter three, verse eighteen. Wives, and when you go back up and read this whole thing, this whole chapter is good. Wives, submit to your own husband as it is fitting in the Lord. Husband, love your wife and do not be bitter towards them. Can't be bitter. They're not going to agree with you about everything. Forget that. I'm going to tell you right now, they ain't going to agree with you about everything. And 99% of the time, you're wrong anyway. We're probably wrong anyway. Uh, but they're not going to agree with you. So you can't be bitter. Can be bitter, you know. They they don't love me. Yes, they do. They just see they just see what you about to you know about to take the family off the cliff. So so they 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 go they go they see it. They see it. You know, a lot of times people going out real mean. Cause I get way out there. I get way out there. I mean, I'm I'm I be I'm ready to do it. You know. She said, Yeah, honey, you gonna have to do that by yourself. That's too far out there right there. You got to come on back in. Let's come back in and watch this wisdom and count the cost. So I had to get balanced. No, 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 no. Yeah, I trust God. I, I do. But but now you trust him in that area. But we got to count the cost first. And see what we'll be able to finish this race. See what we'll finish this, what we, what we are called to do. Uh, whatever we purchase and whatever. We got to count the cost. Wisdom. So I have to respect that. You don't always agree, but you got to respect. Amen, somebody. You gotta respect it. And don't be bitter because she didn't agree with you. Children, obey your parents in all things. Re- obey your parents in how many things? Now you understand without question, this is talking about if it's biblically and morally right. All things, they don't have to do it when it's not biblically or morally right. Are you hearing me? That's what it's talking about. For this is well pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, and this is good, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. You know, I, I stopped I stop trying to give, uh, you know, even though I got some good advice and stuff like that, but with adult children and grandchildren, as I close, somebody said adult, 
children and grandchildren say this, I must be invited into their lives. I want you to catch that now. Because what's happening, we're still trying to, we're in a mental state like they still 15, 14, 13. And we'll start to treat them that way. And the more you do that, the more distance they put in between you. We mean well. We, we want the best. Come on, y'all. We mean well, right? But they're thinking is, they treat me like I'm still 13 years old. So now I'd rather not, I trust them I love my parents, my grandparents. I love them, but they don't understand me. So I got to connect to somebody who understands me. Therefore, your conversation get less and less and less. Are you listening to me? Because I didn't really respect like I should have. I should respect them getting older. Respect them sometimes making decisions. Sometimes, now listen at this now, as I close, we made dumb decisions in our young ages. We did dumb stuff. Come on, yes, we did. And now we so holy. We so praise the Lord, everything, everything going to be all right. Praise God. Jesus is my master. He, you know. And we were some of the worst cursors, coders, liars, drinkers. Thank God for the transformation. Somebody says, thank you, Jesus. Come on, says, thank you, Jesus. Says, thank you, Jesus. We made mistakes. So we got to respect sometimes, even though we don't agree, but we got to respect. Amen. And that'll cause that family to come so tight, so close. And they'll start to call you. Granddaddy, daddy, grandmama, mama, I need to ask you this before I make this decision. Because now I respect your answer. I respect your counsel. Because you respected me. Come on, give it up for Jesus. I'm talking about the kingdom family today. I'm out of time. Come on, give it up again for Jesus. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried. And you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. 
I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir, if you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life. Please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.